Gemara, Baba Kama, Daptet, Masechet, for the Aztaha of Hayale Sava, Return of the Shivuim, Refuat Pitsuim, and for stability of the displaced. Amen, Kenyiratzon. And today's Daf and Masechet is for Gila, Mazal Bat Gila, Shetiela Badal, Beshatova Muslahat, Amen, Kenyiratzon. And uh, we're going to begin today's daf on Chet Amud Bet, right on the bottom of Amar Abaye. Reuven shemachar sadeh l'shem'on shelo ba'achalayut. Reuven says a field to shem'on shelo ba'achalayut, which means there's no recourse. No recourse means that if somebody comes along, a balhov comes to take the field from shem'on, shem'on cannot go back to the Reuven and say... Uh, you know, you owe me money. Maybe like Benny said on Thursday, maybe he got a discount for that. And he bought it cheap, but he definitely is, uh, yeah. He definitely gets a, uh, he puts himself at risk. And uh, all of a sudden, the, uh, the, the people came along and questioned, uh, does Reuven really own uh, the field uh, in the first place? So they're questioning uh, the karka that it belongs to them and not to the seller. So the deen is, until Shimon makes hazakah on the field, so then already he's able to retract and he doesn't have to pay for the field and, uh, you know, because he doesn't want to get involved. She says, and then the Gemara says, once already, he makes hazakah in the field, so he's high up to pay, and that's it. My ta'ama. So what's the reason why Shimon has to pay in this case where he made hazakah? Maybe the irud is true. Maybe what they're saying, it really doesn't belong to Reuven. Uh, so therefore, to daraba, why, uh, why are you making him pay for the field? Because Reuven can say, Hayta de savart vekebalt. Which means... You accepted a uh, a sack uh, that was uh, tied uh, that you didn't know what was in it, and it's your fault. And therefore, you made a kinyam without doing your due diligence. What do you want from me? It's uh, your fault. You should have uh, you, know, you should have spoke to your lawyer. You should have spoke to your lawyer first, and uh, you should have done some uh, investigation. You didn't. So you, got, you, got, you, got, you got to basically huh? title search. Exactly. Exactly. So that she says, "Haytad de kitre sack kishura maleruah." Right, it's a sack male ruah. Basically, you bought an empty bag with nothing into it, and uh, you know your fault. So the Gemara says, fine, but if he makes, but until he makes hazaka, so he really doesn't own it yet. So if he doesn't own it yet, he can back out. But once he makes hazaka, it's too late. So the Gemara says, At one point, is considered that Shimon makes the ma'aseh hazaka when he puts the markers at the at the border. So he delineates exactly, you know, his border. Now she says, um, not on that yet. Then the Gemara says further, Now even if, let's say, uh, he bought the field, which technically gives the buyer a little more rights, because now it's ahrayut, and therefore if something goes wrong, he has recourse, so the deen is, uh, still, uh, he cannot retract after hazakah. Again, you might have thought that if he made, uh, if he bought it with ahrayut, so he could say, hey, listen, uh, you know, you guaranteed it. So you might think that he can say, you know, uh, I want my money back. But after hazakah, even if he bought it with ahrayut, he cannot. The Amar Nikos Reuven can tell him, ahve tirpach v'ashalem lach. Which means, uh, show me the uh, show me the star that the claim against me is true, and I'll give you your money back. They don't show; they don't have any proof. These guys, they just they're giving a, you know a claim. So he says, no problem. You want your money back? I gave achrayut. Show me that it's true, and then I'll return uh, return your money. She says, the amarle mocher mocher is reuven ahavet tarpach shekatfu lechabetin. Show me your shtad that Betin wrote to you that you're allowed to come after me. Which means, show me that they took the field rightfully from you, 
that you're coming with. So these guys are claiming that they're going to take the field from Shimon. So he says, no problem. Are they right? Show me the documents and then I'll give you your money back. The Gemara says, back to our, uh, back to our sugya. And he says, Because Right, my point is to say, he can't say, why should I pay you the money now? Because if Betin finds out that the Ur was right, you're going to have to give me back the money. So he can't say that. He says, he can say, give me the money now, and then when Betin rules, uh, then I'll give you back the money. That's the point. He cannot say, why should I pay you if I might get the money back? Well, as long as there's no Ur and you bought a field, you've got to pay for it. And if they overturn it, so then I'll give you your money back. Okay, Ravuna Amar, O Kesef O Metav. So the Gemara is going back. You remember we had a, a, a stira in the Pesukim. One of the Pesukims uh, said that you pay uh, uh, Subin, and the one said that you pay uh, uh, a Metav. So Ravuna comes along and answers the stira, and he says, where was that, Dav Zayin? Where's that? Uh, seven. Yeah, seven. Seven, okay. So Ravuna Amar, or kesef or metaf. Okay, either you can pay with money, or you can pay with metaf. Etiv erav nachman Ravuna. So we said yashiv leravot shave kesef vafilu subin. So here you see what it says that shave kesef comes to include even what things things that are like uh, subin. What did we said subin was brand, which means um, that she says what's the stira. She says, "Ravuna Amar la kashia kiraed leel kesef umetav daachi kamar Rachmana o kesef yiten lo umetav sadotav vehad lo aili Ravuna adhaka." You know where was Ravuna till now? Mishum la asuke le miltad Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Akiva dubu leel kashen shamin otobi. Right, we got sidetracked. We got sidetracked after Daf Zayin into is it b'shelo or b'shel olam? So that's where we took a, a detour and we started to get into Edith and all these other, other cases. But now we're coming back to the, uh, to the story. So Shaveh Kesef, Ve'at Amar Kesef. Right, the Pasuk says that you could pay Shaveh Kesef. Shaveh Kesef means something that's worth money. So where did you get Kesef from? Why are you telling me the only items you could pay is Kesef or Metaf? Sadeh. We learned earlier that why you can even pay Shaveh Kesef. What is Shaveh Kesef? Subin, something that's valuable, that has value. So the Gemara says, Ideletle. If we're talking about a case where the guy doesn't have kesef or karka, so pshita. So okay, then what are you going to pay? Then uh, we obviously you have to uh, pay uh, uh, something that's worth money. Maudetema amrin anle, because I would have thought that what we say to him, amrin anle, zil terah, zabin ve'aiti le kesef. Well, maybe when you tell the guy, go sell some assets. Kamash malan, that what? That no. You can even pay with subin. So there's three ways you can pay. Kesef, metam, but if you don't have kesef, you can pay subin, and the hadush of the pasuk is that we don't force the guy to sell, to liquidate, exactly. But kesef and metam are preferable. Yes, those are, the, those are the first two. If he has them, he's got to pay kesef or metam. Those are equal. And kesef is greater than... No, those are equal. No, I'm saying versus uh, subin. He has kesef and subin. He has to pay kesef. 
according to this answer. According to the last answer, subin is metaf. Right. Right? The last answer said that, you know, whatever you're going to pay, pay in the best of that item. But that's yeah. not, he's not saying that, Rabbi Huna. Right. Rabbi Huna is saying, it's kesef or metaf. If you have metaf, you can pay shabbat kesef, and they don't force him to liquidate Aren't you burning, burning the, the uh, credit amount? That he has to go liquidate? <coughs> he's, he's the damager, what does that mean? No, the creditors don't know who's damaged. So now the damager's going to pay with, with items that flow into the value, but now you're forcing the, the, the creditor to go liquidate. And he no, why creditor? The damager. The guy who damaged has to liquidate. The, who's, who's paying over The guy who damaged. No, we just said that the guy who damaged does not have to liquidate. No, he, no, but he has, I, I would have thought that he has to liquidate... Kamashbanan, he could pay in subin, he could pay yeah. brand. Right. So oh, you putting the you say you putting the burden on the on the on the on the guy? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, he has to go do that work. Right, he has to do that work. That's 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 right. Well, that, that, that's what we would say today. Exactly. Right. 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 You don't have to do that. Okay. That type of stuff is liquid. That's the whole thing. That's why we give him metab. That's why we give him these things because they're liquid. Right, and subin you can sell anywhere in the world. But he's just saying to his point that... Yeah, so he has to sell it. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, we did that far, we didn't go. Right, We don't let him give it. The burden is on the nizak now to go sell it. Do me a favor, it's enough that you're damaging. Now you you gave me a job, I'm not looking for more work. But uh, like you said, Benny, he's, he's in his ark. <laughs> you know, bad luck. Amar Abase, kesafim harihin kekarka. Learn a lesson, boys. Uh, money is like karka. Now, what does he mean when he says that? Money is like karka. There has to be a uh, practical application. The ma'ihil cheta, right. The gabe, what are you saying? This if you're telling it to me, well, when it comes to paying for damages, kesef equals karka, but we don't need you to say that because that's what Avuna just taught us, that you can pay either kesef or metab. So what's the hadush of Rab Aseh? Ela l'shnei achim shehalku. This is going to be number one on the, uh, the sikhru today. L'shnei achim shehalku, two brothers that are dividing the uh, inheritance. V'natal echad karka, v'echad kesefim. So one guy took uh, real estate, and one guy took the money, Zuba Baal Hov Venatal Karka. And the Baal Hov of the father came, and he took uh, from the brother, you know, against the money that's owed to him, he took Karka. So the first brother can go to the second brother and take half the money now, because uh, they are uh, equal. Why should he have to pay the complete uh, debt of his father? They should split it. So the Hadush is that Karka and Kesef are equal. And if we can go to the guy, his brother with the Kesef, and ask for half, and the Gemara says, uh, you can't say that either. Pshita, hai bira, hai la bira. Of course, what? He's a brother and he's not a brother? What, what, why would I need to, you to tell me that? Why should the Uven pay the complete debt of the father? Shimon's not a brother, an equal partner as well? So of course he can go to his brother and take half the... Uh, you know, half the money in order to make himself uh, uh, at least uh, equal. So I don't need it for that. So the Gemara says, Ika de Amre, some say, Adraba, the Idakisa, the Amarle, the Haki Shak, the Kisafi. Adraba, the brother Shimon who took the money can say, What do you think? I, was, I, was, uh, I wasn't smart. That's why I took money and not real estate. Because if the money gets stolen, I'm not going to get, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, anything from you. Which means we both took risks over here. Which means I took a risk that if the money gets stolen, you can't steal real estate really, but if the money gets stolen, uh, I'm out. I can't come to you. And you took the risk that if the Baal Hope comes to you with the, with the karka, you can't come to me. And therefore, uh, you would have thought that what? That he can't uh, uh, collect it. So, on the contrary, and therefore, um, uh, he can't. But by the way, not that. He can't take the money. Look at Rashi, Ikada Amri. You're wrong. Which means when you say you can go to the other brother and take the case, if you're wrong, it's not true. What do you think I took case for? I took case for this risk, and you took Karka for that risk, and therefore, leave us to leave me alone. So therefore, 
אלא the case must be talking about לשני אחים שחלקו. הוא בא בעל חוב ונטל חלקו של אחד מהם. And the בעל חוב of the father came and took, um, you know, uh, payment from one of them. And therefore Rabbi Asir said what? That the other brother has to uh, uh, make good either from the karka that he took or from the kesef. Now what's the case? Rashi. Is that the first one? No, it's not Rashi. The two of them karka. They both inherited karka in this case. Okay? Uba ba'al chov v'natal chedek ha'echad demeshalem lo ha'echad chatsi chalko o karka o mesadek lebezuzeh. That's the hadush. Or he can make him whole by giving him money. Right? In this case, Obey, you don't have that claim. That's why I took karka. And that's why I took money. No, you both took karka. You're both equal. You're both vulnerable that if the Baal Chov comes, you can take the karka. When they take, they, when they take the karka from Shimon, the event can pay him back his half in Kesef. That's the Hadush of Rav Asir. The Gemara says, it's true what you just said, but we know it already. That he taught us this, this already. Where did he say the itman? Brothers that were dividing a yirusha. And the, uh, they came to take the piraon uh, from one of the brothers. We have a machloket. Which means the division that they did is broken and they got to redivide the assets from scratch. Viter basically is, uh, he <laughs> lost his Yerusha, and therefore he has no claim against his brother. We'll see what that means. The brother is able to compensate his other brother, either with Karka or with Kesef, that's equal to a quarter of the Karka. Now what's the logic in that? So let's go. Uh, Rashi first. Quarter of Kesef and a quarter of... No, quarter of ores. Again, Kazbar, he holds ha'achim she'chalku kiyorshin havu. Right? There's a big mahluk that we see throughout Chas. He holds that what? That brothers that divided their Yerusha, that each one is considered as a, a Yoresh, and therefore each one has a responsibility to pay back their father's debt. So therefore, if one of them paid it back, so therefore, they're both really obligated. So therefore, put it back in the pot and split it again. Yerusha is, 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 is mortgaged against that. So therefore, if you look at brothers that divided it, and you're still calling what they have a Yerusha, so therefore, the Baal Hov equally can go to either one of them. And therefore, if you went to one of them, so then they divide it again equally. That's she. Ki Yerushim. Val Shinehem Right? They both have to pay. Right? So the we have to basically split it again. By splitting it again, they're going to get an equal fortune across the board. He says no. Viter meaning, that's it. he lost it. He lost his head. Each brother that gets their share, it's like they bought it from their brother. So it's like a barter. You get this one, and I'm buying this against you. You took over there. And now that it's like buying property without achrayut. So therefore, I bought this from you, and you bought this from me. And now they came and took your field, and you can't go back to your brother. Well, you sold me this field. Yeah, you did sell it to me, but without a, I, there's no achrayut. So therefore, you can't. 
Reuven's field was taken away. So he's going to go to Shimon and say, hey, I bought a field from you uh, in the Yerushah, because it's called the Likuha, and uh, they took it away from me. And I want my uh, field, I want money. No, it's Likuhot Bidi Ahrayut. So therefore he has no recourse against his brother. That's she. Uh, that will wait. And by the way, this is a famous Mahlokit, by the way, throughout uh, Shas. Is it like the Kohot or is it like Rosh Hashanah? I feel like she's going to bring us that Mahlokit. Uh, oh, that's the next one. So the next opinion says that I guess it's a Safik. Rab Ase Amar Noten Notel Rabia Bekarka Urbia Bemaot. <laughs> he has a safik if it's uh, uh, if it's Sukkot he gets zero if it's Yorshin he gets half so we have Mamona Mutad the safik so we have local uh, BM right uh, page, uh, page 2 so the Gabbara says nice look at that sheet if you say it's the Kuhot. That when he pushes him off on the quarter, he can either push him off with Karka or Kesef. That's what he's saying. So the Gabbara then says, so then what did you mean when you said Kesef is like Karka? So the Gebara says, Le'inyan, uh, that what? Metav. Le'inyan metav. Which means, you can't tell me that this is the case because he said it already. That's the point. If you tell me it's this case, which is true, Kesef and, and Karka are equal when you're giving the guy the quarter, but then he said it already. But he said the statement again, Kesef equals Karka. Le'inyan ma? Le'inyan damages. So we started. That's what we started um, and then he died. I'm assuming. <laughs> and then he died because if he didn't die, oh uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember it well. Let's see if he uh, did. I, 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 I don't know. I don't understand what he's. <laughs> Let's see if he says it. Mm-hmm. How, how, how should we consider them purchasers when they're, they're outright heirs in reality? Also, how is the heir worth? Yeah. Their, their father died, their heirs. No, but, the, but no, because I'm, I'm selling. Now we have to divide it up. So we look at it as I'm taking this piece of real estate, and against that, I'm going to give you a different piece of real estate, but this real estate is worth $10,000, and therefore I got to give you $10,000 worth as well. I guess so it's like a purchase. You're purchasing it. Against what he took, because you know the value is. To me, this sounds like the Gemara expression to turn them into purchases when they're in reality heirs. No, 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 nobody argues that they started off as heirs. The question is when they start dividing it, when they're dividing the karka, since they have to basically uh, assess it. So therefore, it's as if one brother is selling him because they they don't have a uh, um, uh, a share. In every single, uh, every single portion over here. So therefore, he's saying this is yours and that's mine over there. So what I'm taking for myself, I'm selling you against it. That's, that's the mechanics, the way it works. I, I don't have to look at that gemara. I'm looking at the bottom. I don't see. Can you can, can you pay back half in land, half in money? A quarter in land, and quarter in money. I would say quarter in land. Like when you have to pay your quarter, can you pay? It sounds like it. Part, it sounds like, like it. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. If if Kesef equals karka, it should uh, shouldn't be. I mean, they 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 made it as if. Either you pay the whole quarter like Whether this or the whole quarter like that. But yeah, but it's, it sounds like you, you even want to do an eighth. An eighth of Kesef and an eighth of... Uh, which I don't see why you can't. The Mahlokit's also just based on Bedera, the whole thing, sort of, right? That's where it starts. Oh, 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 that's what he means, Rabbi. No, no, no. He's trying to say how the V means all. 
Okay, so when it comes to mitzvah, you have to spend up to a third. What are we talking about? So the Gemara says, because we just said Raviyah over here. So now since we said Raviyah, we're going to give you another halakha. Lesharish for Raviyah or Shamanu. Now we're going to discuss mitzvot. So when it comes to mitzvot, Ad Shlish, my Shlish, Ili Ma Shlish Beto, if it means what? That you have to spend a third of your wealth to buy a pair of seat or to do a mitzvah, let's say three mitzvot come his way, he basically saying, that's it, you gotta go bankrupt? Is that so? Uh, she says, Is that so? And Rashi says, Look at the Tosfot on top. I go tell that to the etrog sellers. That, you don't, they, they, they don't want you to know this. They're trying to suppress this knowledge from us. That you don't have to spend all your money to buy an etrog. Even if you're not going to find a cheaper one. The guy's basically saying, you know, it's, uh, it's going to cost you a million bucks and you got to... It's only a drug that's available. You can't find anything but cheaper, and it's going to be mitzvah over it, meaning you're going to miss the mitzvah. Even a third sounds like you don't have to. Uh-huh. And therefore, when, when we learned the Masik and Sukkah that Abayinu paid a thousand zoos, that was considered a humrah that he paid. He didn't have to pay that much. That was his, you know, he's, he's, he sold the ranch to buy a sukkah. That was a drug. That was considered hasidut. But from the law, the law is when it comes to refraining from making a sin, then you got to spend everything. But when it comes to doing the mitzvah, twenty uh, percent of your uh, so then the Gemara is saying. So what do you mean when you said mitzvah shlish? It's not a shlish. The Gemara says el amar abizera behidur mitzvah ad shlish give mitzvah be mitzvah. When it comes to hidur mitzvah, so basically. Whatever you're paying for the mitzvah, your obligation of hidur is a third more. And of course, the question is, whatever you discussed it, we enter, you know, uh, uh, Talmudic mathematics. And the question is, how do you calculate a, a third? So the Gebarah says, shlish or shlish medebar. Is it on the inside? Uh, which means it's a shlish um, uh, fr- from the kerem, from the principal, or outside, which is, uh, which means, for example, if let's say the um, the, uh, the 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 etro cost the sixty zoos, uh, right, or six six zoos. So therefore, six zoos. If you say it's uh, from the inside, so therefore you're going to pay two. So what, what's a third of six? Two. Third of six so is eight. two. So therefore you pay eight. Mm-hmm. But if you say it's mitzvah, so you do a third of uh, 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 or you add the two. To the six, which is eight. No, no. Take half of the six. Six equals nine. Six, six equals comes nine. out to nine. How is that? How is that? It's a, a third of nine. Of course, a third of nine. A third of nine. And how'd you get so to nine? That's it. Thirty-three percent above six. So you divide the six in half. First. You divide the six, but why you divide the six in half? So what's the math? What was the math? To get a third. To get a third. To get a third of the whole. Right. To get a third of the whole. So why is the whole nine and not the line six? Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, let's read that sheet. One plus three times the principal. No, 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 I think no. it should, should be either, it should be one and a half. Because if I spend one and a half, I have four and a half left. So read that sheet. Let's go to that sheet. And she gives you the mashal. Sheim motze bet sifre torot leknot vehad hadur mehavero. You have two sifre torot. By one's more hidur. You see, shlish at them. Your obligation is to spend. A third more. Then you don't got to spend more than that. So six is two thirds. So And where does that manifest itself? Yosif <laughs> 
דהיינו שליש מלגב, אוקיי? שליש שבתוך הדמים, ויקר תיידוס, או בעצם יפן או שליש מלבר, הדמים יחלוק לשניים, which is exactly what you did, you divided six into two, ויוסיף חלק שלישי משלו, and add the third, דהיינו, אם קטן נמכר בשישה, and what, you divided it into two, and now you have three, and you're putting the three into what, into the nine, you'll see שלושה דינרים, and take it בתשעה. Okay, so it's on the outside. It's which means until Shlish, that's considered yours. What does that mean? Which means that you get rewarded in Olam Abba. Like it says, Hayom la'asotam ve'lo Hayom nitosikaram. מכאן ואילך מה שיוסיף בהידוד יותר עשיש יפרע לו כזאת אומרת הוא בחייו. אמייזינג. So a guy might not have to spend more than nine or eight for the sefer, but if he does spend more, you're going to get compensated in Olam Bazir. So it's a good investment. You get a nice sefer Torah and you're probably going to get the money back. But for spending for the minimum mandatory hidur, that already is in Olam Abba. I once heard many years ago when I was learning this daf, there's a famous rabbinical statement that says, Gadol ha-me'aseh yoter min ha-oseh. Ha-me'aseh literally means, greater is the one that causes somebody else to do a mitzvah than if he does it himself, which means, if you come along and say, Rabbi, could you write me a check to charity? I said, yeah. And then if you ask me, well, could you ask somebody else also? That's much harder. Which is to, to ask me to solicit somebody else, that is a more difficult question. So, this is a simple explanation. But I heard this that they said it's regarding Hidur Mitzvah. Hame'aseh is referring to somebody that does the Mitzvah, Behidur, as opposed to somebody that does the Mitzvah, Behidur. Where do you see in Hame'aseh that it's Hidur? Hame'aseh Rashetevot. Hidur mitzvah ad shlish ha-mitzvah. So therefore, gadol ha-me'aseh. Great is the one that's ha-me'aseh that does the mitzvah. Behidur ad shlish ha-mitzvah. Yotin mena'oseh. The guy just does the mitzvah. Playing without the hidur. So that's a nice thing. All right. So there you go. And now we get... And now look at Tosfot. Tosfot has a very interesting understanding of this. Tosfot says, "Peru sheim matza etro ke egoz, kemoshi shiaru achamim vehad gadol memenu shlish." He's learning it's the size of the etrog. That because that's the hidurim in etrog. It seems in etrog, what makes the hidur? The size. But that's why they buy the big ones. Yeah, that's it. So they hold a bigger etrog is a bigger hidur. That's why we get the bigger etrog. From this to that one. Right, so I, I make, we're doing more than a third, by the way. The regular yeah, yeah, yeah. etrog is, uh, the one we get is, uh, three times so there's a hidur in the size of the etrog. And Tosfot says, you don't got to go so much. If they show you two etrogim, and uh, they say, well, this one's a little bigger, a little third bigger, okay, I'd get that. Another giant one. You don't have to go. That's So it's not the price, according to Tosfot, in the etrog. It's the size, and I'm sure the size will affect the price, but it's uh, referring to the Okay, um, let's go right. Okay, Matniti. So this is the next Mishnah. Is this the second Mishnah? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Called Shehapti Bishmirato. Any item that I'm Hayav to be a Shomeran, that it shouldn't damage, Ikshati Nizko, which means I have invited the Nezik, which means if I didn't watch it, I'm, I'm guilty. הכשרתי במקסת נזכו, חבתי בתשלומי נזכו, 
כהכשר כל נזקו. What does that mean? הכשרתי במקסת נזקו, if I'm responsible for part of the נזק, חבתי, I'm חייב בתשלומי נזקו, כהכשר, as if I, I'm responsible for כל נזקו. What is this talking about? רש"י. שחבתי בשמירתו, שנתחייבתי לשומרו, הכשרתי את נזקו, כלומר, אם הזיק, הכשרתי וזימנתי אותו הזק. I welcomed it. Why? שלא שמרתי ויפה. כך מצאתי לשנה, כך מצאתי. שנה אחרינה, there's another interpretation, הכשרתי את נזקו, עליי להכשיר ולתקן את נזקו. Right, you have to, you have to fix the נזק. נכשיר את הנזק, כלומר, אני חייב לשלם. אוקיי, זה הסיפור. שכשאיפה יש אונס של שמירה, יש אונס של... הכשרתי במקסת נזקו, חבתי בתשלום. היי הכשרתי, לא דמיה להכשרתי כמה. אז הראשון הכשרתי, והשני הכשרתי הם דיפרנט. והוודאי זימנתי הוא, Over here, it's, I prepared, כלומר, אם זימנתי את מקסת נזקו, which means if I caused or, you know, brought upon myself מקסת נזקו, part of the damage, אף אפי שלא זימנתי כולו, חבתי לשלם את נזקו ככשר כל נזקו, כאילו זימנתי כולו, which means, don't think that if you didn't, weren't responsible for the full damage, you don't have to pay for partial damages, you have to pay... for the partial damages as well. Now, what's the case? Why would I think that you're not obligated to pay? We'll see. But the point is, you have to pay full damage when you're responsible for full damages, and if you were responsible for partial damages, you got to pay for the partial damage as if, as if it was a full damage, which means you have to pay, and I will give you the case what exactly this is coming to uh, allude. Now we continue the Mishnah. Which means, that a person would not pay Tegdesh, if he made me'ilah, keren v'chomesh. Which means we have no, certain properties, assets, are not subject to the laws of me'ilah. What is me'ilah? Where you use the object for your own personal use, then you normally have to pay hegdesh, the principal, you have to add 20%, you also have to pay korban, asham. So that she says, kilomat, im hizakti nechasim she'em ba'em me'ilah. If let's say you damaged property that is not subject to me'ilah, eno chayav l'shalem. אבל אם הזגתי נכסי הקדש, אין או חייב, דנף קלן כולהו נזקין משור רעיהו. We learned נזקין, we learned this above, שור רעיהו ולא שור של הקדש. Fine. So therefore, only items that you are subject to מעילה are going to be חייב to pay damages. But subjects that are not חייב in מעילה, so you're not going to be חייב in, and we'll see exactly what we're talking about because we just learned that if it's nechassim of hekdesh, you're not chayab. So again, nechassim she'en ba'em me'ilah, which means, I guess, regular property. That's a way of saying non-hekdesh items. A non-hekdesh item is not subject to the laws of me'ilah. Uh, so there were any asset that is non, not subject to the laws of me'ilah, or nechassim she'en shel b'nei berit, means the asset belongs to a Jew, nechassim amyuhadim, It belongs to a specific person. And for that matter, wherever it may be, unless it's in an area that is in the Mazik's, uh, uh, you know, his property, or shared property, unless it's on shared property, so basically if you damage a Jew, if you damage property that's not subject to Hegdesh, if you damage um, in property that's not yours, outside of yours, meaning the animal didn't come into your property. If it came into your property, you trespassed. But if it's in property that's outside of your property, you're going to be Hayab. Rashi. Shel Beneberit. So I guess if you damage a Goy, you're not Hayab. La Pokeh Nukhri. What does it mean? owners as opposed to ownerless stuff. She Of course you are going to pay. We're going to give the money to, to the uh, chamber of commerce. Or who do you pay? Okay, the Gemara will say. 
שנכנס שורו של ניזק ברשות המזיק, אתה רוצה לשור עבדי ניזק, בוא נתן לרשות המזיק, So therefore, if my shore damages on my property, an animal that came in, I'm not high up, because you shouldn't have came in. Because I can tell the Nizak, what is your shore doing on my property? Fine. So now the Gemara begins. Tanu Rabbanam. Kol shehapti b'shmirato, hikshadti et nisko ketza. This is also a zikru item. Shor, so we, we, these are the, we have the three already, right? The three um, are going to be uh, on that there, just so we can have a memory, remember what we're talking about over here. One is going to be talking about um, the two brothers that dividing property they're considered either like Lekuchot or Yorshim or Safek Hidur Mitzvah Ad Shlish Mitzvah and this case right here what does it say? Shor Ubor Shemasran Lecheresh Shoteh Vekatan could have brought this a Viraya that a Vab is an O you see this all over Shas yeah Okay. Anyway, he says, sure, you, you gave the uh, uh, the shore or the boar, you gave it over to a chedesh katan in order to watch it. Viziko. And the ox went out of damage and the boar damaged somebody, whatever it may be. Hayab shalem. Why? Because he's a posheya. What are you giving over to these people that are incapable to watch and therefore they have no doubt? Ma she'enken be'esh. But it's not true if a guy gave an esh to one of these people over to watch, and the ish went out and damaged, so it's going to be patur uh, from pain. So the Gebra says, why? If you're talking about a case where the ox was tied up when he gave it to the Hedesh Shoteh, and the board was covered, so therefore it's really not, you know, in the state it is now, it's not prone to damage. The Kibate, similarly in the case of ish, where you gave the Chedesh Katan a gachelet. A gachelet is a coal. So the coal has the fire inside, but unless you bellow it, the fire is not coming out. So in the state that it's in now, it's really not in a position to damage. And if you tell me there's a difference, why is it any different? Because in both cases over there, uh, the mazik um, uh, watched it kara'ui, uh, and therefore, just like you're not going to be hayav on the gachelet, why should you be mehayavim on the case of the shor and the boar? Look at that she. That she says, "Ma she enkem beesh gachelet she ena boeret elam kin liba ota." Liba meaning you have to uh, uh, blow on it. Okay. So the Gemara is asking, if you're talking about over here uh, in uh, where, where everything was protected, so why is he hayav? In these cases over there, the mazik was, was, was protected. And therefore, you're not, you, you shouldn't be hayav in these cases over here. So why would you be hayav if you gave it over to a ben da'at? And therefore, I shouldn't be hayav in the short on the board either. You gave it over to him in the case where it was shamur. So if it broke loose, it's not his fault. It's uh, whatever, honest. Ela, we're talking about beshor muta. Shor muta means it's un, un, unleashed. Ubor megule. And therefore, what? Um, he's going to be hayav because uh, it's already omitted to damage and will be, will be the fire case the kibatega be'esh shalhevet he basically gave him a burning uh, fire so therefore mashi'ekem be'esh why mashi'ekem there's the patur ve'amar ishtakish b'shemet al-skiyah lo shanu when do we say that if you send the fire through a chereish or tevekadan ye patur ela shemasa lo gachelet that's only way you gave the uh, and the Chodesh Tuvikadam blew on it until it became a fire. But if you gave him Shalhevet, of course, the Ezek is there. So you're, you're a Poshaya, giving it to Chodesh Tuvikadam. So they're asking a case, what's the case over here? If everything was protected when he gave it over to the Chodesh Tuvikadam, why, why is he Hayab? And if the items were, were damageable the way he gave it over, so therefore, why is he Patur? It should be, it should be all or nothing. So the Gemara comes along. Very hezeka, mevorar hezeko, lakol shimuzumin elazik. 
עכשיו נדבר על סדלי עולם בשור קשור, ובור מכוסה, וכבתי גבי אש גחלת, ודקעמת מי שינה הכה, מי שינה הכה, שור דרכי לנתוקי. It's the shore's way to break loose, because that's what he does. And bor darke l'neture. And it's the way of the covering of a bor to what? Move out of place. Why? Because people walk over it. They walk over it, so they move it out of place. So therefore, that was considered a weak shemira. And therefore, when you give it over to chedesh shoteh, so therefore, and then the, they, they damaged, so therefore you're going to be hayav. Because uh, it was not. He didn't give it over in a protected state. However, Gachelet, Kamad Shabik La Ma'amaya Amyav Azda. But on the contrary, the more you neglect the Gachelet, the less harmful it becomes. So therefore, the Heresh neglected the Shore and the Bor. And the more you neglect the Shore and the Bor, the more dangerous they become. Therefore, the guy is going to be Hayav, the guy who gave it over. Mashiachin, what was the guy, what was the Hadish Shoteh by the case of the coal? He was neglectful that what? He did nothing? Good. The, 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 doing nothing makes it less awful. Therefore, you're not going to be Hayab. Look at that she. Isn't this like handing a gun to a kid and saying, you know, watch this, and then he goes around with it? Same thing with a coal. No, so but, like so, so that's the difference. We're putting a gun with a lock on it, that's giving him a coal. There's a lock on it. So do nothing, and the gun does not become dangerous. But if I give the guy a loaded gun, uh, even though you have to pull the trigger, but there's chances that that trigger is going to get pulled, like the case of the shore, it's going to break loose, and the board is going to... That's exactly the difference, exactly. So it's a loaded gun or a locked gun. And, 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 and the coal is considered a locked gun, because he has to do something in order to make it dangerous. And he doesn't do anything, the he just sits there and looks at it. So the Gemara says, Ud Rabbi Yohanan de Amad, אפילו מסר לו שלהבת, נמי פטור. וואו. אם נפגידך אלה שוטה, אי שלהבת היא פטור. זאת נקבתה אחת, זאת נקבת אחת, בשור מותר ובור מגולה. זה מה שביטוי מה שביטוי בשור ובור, זה היה גם שוטה ושוטה ושוטה ושוטה. אז השאלה היא, אם אתה תהיה פטור באש, So why aren't you patur by shor and bor, according to Rabbi Yohanan? Now we're going the other way. He holds, if you give the shalhebet to a halish tevek katan, you're patur. Even though you gave him a live fire. The owner's patur. So if the owner's patur and you gave him a live fire, you should be patur when you gave him a live ox and a live bor. What else is hatam? Over there, by the case uh, of the shalhebet... Tzavta dechereish kagarim. What is it, tzavta? The grip. Which means the chereish has to hold on to the fire to damage. His hands cause the damage. His hands cause the damage. So therefore, you can't hold the guy who gave it to him responsible. I don't know why. You gave it to him. But bottom line, it was his action. So a douche. He says, but over here, by the case of the of the ox, lot sabta the cheresh kagarim. So therefore, the cheresh didn't have a hand in it. So therefore, it goes back to the owner. So he needs a needs a little massage. This this sevarahe. If he's holding on to it and the damage comes to the hands of the cheresh, the owner is not responsible. If it's coming not from the hands of the cheresh, so he says here, gam the fi pirush of Yochanan shabrat osim moser the cheresh shor mutad. בור מגולם, או שלהבת מדולקת, יש חילוק גדול בין שני המקרים הראשונים למקרה השלישי, לצי. בשני המקרים הראשונים, הנזק לא נגרם מחמת מעשה של חרש, אלא השור והבור הזיקו מעצמם, והחרש רק לא מנע את הנזק, right. In the first two cases, the חרש didn't stop the נזק. The נזק happened on its own, but the shore went out on its own and the bore damages on its own. ומכיוון שבערים פשעו בשמירת המזיק, או שאתה גאה בטריס סקאי, אתה כן, הוא נותן, זאת אומרת, חייב. In the third case, לעומת זאת, אף על פי שמדובר בשלהבת דולקת, היא גאה בפייר, מכל מקום, אילו הייתה נשאלת, if the חרש would remain passive, nothing would happen, לא הייתה מזיקה. מה שהאש הלכה וזיקה, אין לו מחמד חסרון בשמירת הבעלים. 
the fact that the fire went out of the damage is not only because of the sh- the lack of shemira of the ba'alim, it's, it's an added item. In this case over here, it's really a pishi, in the first two cases, a pishi'a on the ba'alim standpoint. Why? The Hadish did nothing. So to tell a guy, sit here, and he's doing nothing, so you're poshaya, what are you doing? The animals are going to be and damage. So it's, it's your pishi'a and shemira. Here, when I put it in his hand, I'm not poshaya and shemira, he's just holding it in his hand. So what's the difference? You can't damage like this. Oh, once the once once he, if he just stood there and did nothing, nothing would happen. Okay, and when something did happen, that's already in the hands of the. So once the hands of the, uh, yeah, I'm also have that same attitude, Mr. But when, when the hands of the, which is bothering Johnny as well, when the hands of the Hadesh go out, like he, he he takes responsibility. He he owns that damage now. Yeah, but you're asking. You gave it to him. Yeah. Uh, what'd you expect? The guy's yeah, gonna just sit there and, and do nothing? I guess he's, sh- he's considered shaman. I have to watch it. It's weird. He says, That's the point. I'm not responsible for what a Hedish does. Like I'm responsible for what Hedish does. Right. I, I wanted him to watch it. Right. Why I wanted him to watch it? Right. Take this and watch it. Right. He did something silly, whatever. That's 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 not. You say when you gave him a call and he wait, he does an action, he's making it into fire. Also, he's chayav. Correct. So this is right. So right. Too, this, when this, you this, give him a live this, fire, this is worse because you gave him a live fire. Right. Right. taking a step further. Same seven hours. Step further. Which means in in the case of the of of the of the ox, so you're basically telling the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the 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 katan sit over here, sit over here and watch it. So he does nothing. He didn't move. He didn't do anything. And the animal went out and damaged. So you're a tipech. You give it over to what you're masik. You give it over to. Well, he's not to stop it. But in this case over here, you're giving him it over. And you're telling him what? Okay, watch the uh, watch the uh, the fire. And he's holding the fire in his hand. So if he does nothing, then uh, I'm, I'm good. But he went out and damaged it. The Chiresh now, by his action, is now 50% or whatever liable from his own money. No, I don't know if the Chiresh is going to be Hayab either. I don't think you can be Hayab or Chiresh. It's an action. It's almost like... No, I'm just saying it's just a bad, 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 bad deal for everybody here. I think the owner is Patur and the Hadesh is a Katar, Katar's al Hayab. The owner's negligence. That's the Hadush, he's not. On a fire, he's not. On a fire, once already it needs the action of the Hadesh, I'm not responsible for the action of the Hadesh. What? You gave it to the Hadesh. You gave it to the Hadesh. I'm not responsible for the Hadesh. I gave it to him, I put it in his hand. That's all I did. ברגע Anyway, the Gemara says that. I got one more line. Uh, okay. No? Do we have to go one more line? No. I think we're done. Ad Kant. Look at my name.